Hey, visionaries. I am here on the mic with a mini episode, a little daily dose of you and I connecting. You know, much as I love interviewing Canadian entrepreneurs, I also like to just sit down and chat with you. It helps me to feel less alone in my workday. And I know for you guys, you feel the same. Uh, so much of what I put out there, the masterminds that I host, the visionary method, the podcast, the emails that I send, the blog, uh, it's all for you to learn from and to hopefully feel like you're getting value. And one of those ways that I also love to chat with all of you and stay connected is through the podcast. So I'm going to start doing hopefully more of these mini episodes where I just sit down coffee in hand and talk about a topic that is on my mind in a very, very small dose. Okay. So I'm not going to make this any longer than about, I don't know, five or 10 minutes, but it is a topic that I feel is worth addressing on the podcast. So what is this topic that I'm alluding to? The topic is desperate energy. Yes, that's what we're talking about today. I want to talk about what to do when you feel like you're coming at your business with a desperate energy. So situations would be like you've started a business, you're uh, maybe going all in on it, you quit your full-time job and you haven't been signing as many clients as you thought you might be. So you have a desperate energy. Or you're going through a launch and you wanted to have 20 people sign up for your cohort, but right now you only have two people. So instead of using that gap of 18 people as a motivator for good, instead now you're waking up, you have this desperate energy about you and the way you're putting content out into the world, and that energy is being felt by everyone who's reading your content. Desperate energy is something that you need to avoid if you want to be successful in business, especially if you're in this for the long game. I'd say about 60% of people that apply to work with me, I can tell they're only in this for the short game. Like they're looking for the sale yesterday. They're looking to grow a 10,000 person following on Instagram yesterday. They wanted to go viral on Instagram yesterday. And I love these big lofty goals that they're bringing to me, but I can also sometimes sense that there is this energy of desperation. Like if this business doesn't work in four months, I'm quitting. Even if I'm telling them it's going to take time, you know, building your search engine optimization and ranking on Google, it's going to take you a year or two years to really, um, start seeing results from that. But when I can tell that they're looking for a quick fix and they have that desperate energy, I have to unfortunately turn down their application right away because that energy is toxic. That desperate energy actually turns people away. So as a marketing coach, even if I am to give them a perfectly laid out content marketing strategy and I'm like, here are some incredible email templates that you can use. And here is the path for starting to leverage SEO. 
none of it really works because they come at everything with this desperate energy. And so I keep alluding to what desperate energy is, but to actually kind of define it, it is like this sense of urgency or desperation that leads to making poor decisions or being impulsive or not really thinking things through and just looking for instant results. Uh, It's also this feeling that you have no hope and you're ready to do anything to change the bad situation you're in, but it usually comes from a... Uh, a low vibration. I don't usually talk like this, but it's just the truth. Like when somebody shows up to talk about an upcoming launch that they have going on and you can just tell that something's off. You're like, I don't know. There's something about this person that I just can't trust. I don't really feel safe pulling out my credit card in their presence. And I just feel like something is missing for me to be able to buy something from this person. It's often because they're coming at their launch or they're coming at selling with this energy of desperation versus creating this sanctuary where they're just inviting people in to learn from them, knowing that you should never be forcing people to spend money with you. You need to honor their timeline. You need to wait until your clients or customers have a problem that they are ready to solve, right? Uh, And I love to think about this place called the selling sanctuary or the marketing sanctuary, whereby I'm just looking to put content out there and to make genuine connections so that people feel safe enough in my presence to one day say yes to my offers versus that push mentality of I need to get you as a client. Even that word get, when I have clients say to me, I need to get more clients. I'm like, we're not like playing whack-a-mole here. You're not just going to go whack people and be like, got you. (laughs) Like we're trying to make genuine connections with human beings here. This is going to change everything. See you in three days when I come up for air. I can already tell this is going to be the best investment I've ever made. Visionaries, these are real comments from those of you who have started using the world's greatest assistant to write your blogs, your podcast intros, to create email subject lines that people actually open, to write high-performing Facebook ads, and to outline a month's worth of TikTok and Instagram captions. I'm talking about jasper.ai. It is a artificial intelligence copywriter. I know you're probably like, what the heck are you talking about, Kelsey? But truly this website, you are going to use it daily to create better content and to create more content than you ever thought possible. It's a total game changer. And I want to give you the chance to test it out with 10,000 free words. You can literally tap the link in the show notes to get 10,000 free words to try it for yourself. You could write three blog posts. You could write 20 Facebook ads. I don't know what you want to use it for, but there are so many templates that are waiting for you. So don't wait a minute longer. Learn about all the ways that AI copywriting can simplify your marketing by heading to visionarymarketingcourse.com slash free. And you can watch a free training or simply access your 10,000 free words. Again, that's visionarymarketingcourse.com slash free. 
or I will leave you the link in the show notes. Every single day, people just like you are taking the plunge into the world of entrepreneurship. They're turning their passion into a profitable side hustle, or they're creating businesses that are helping them to quit their full-time jobs in favor of doing their own thing. This could be your reality too, and I've created a free quiz that can help you assess your readiness and the probability that you have of succeeding as an entrepreneur if you take the leap. So head to www.onlinebusinessscore.com to take this simple seven question quiz to see if you have the right mindset and approach to succeed at entrepreneurship. Again, head to www.onlinebusinessscore.com to take the free quiz, or I'll leave the link in the show notes. So you know, I want you to check in with yourself right now. Maybe you're going through a launch or you have something big that you're about to put into the world, or maybe you're six months into business and starting to feel that desperate energy come up. Uh, I want you to check in and just ask yourself, like, do I have that type of energy right now? And if so, how can I actually shift that into an energy of servitude and creating sanctuaries around my passion versus creating these desperation vortexes, okay? So for me, I can only talk from personal experience, but when I started my freelance consulting business, I decided to take on as many gigs as possible while continuing to teach fitness classes. I also had a network marketing company at the time. I was doing a lot of things because when I quit my full-time job, I didn't want to come at my consulting business with a desperate energy. I didn't know how many clients I was going to have, and I wanted to make sure that I was still able to see my bank account going up. And so I worked my butt off, I took on different jobs, and I made sure that as I was uh, kind of diving into the freelance world that I wasn't putting myself in this place of desperation. The same went for when I decided to create the Visionary Method, my online course and coaching experience for new entrepreneurs. I knew that it was going to take a lot of work and that you don't just launch a seven-figure online course right from the get-go. Unless you're a celebrity or unless you already have a following of like 100,000 people, then maybe it's possible. But for the average person who maybe only has a following of 500 or 1,000 or 2,000 people, you're probably only going to convert maybe 0.01% of your existing audience. So to think that you're going to become a billionaire when you launch your first digital product, it's completely outrageous. Or if you put together a coaching program and you know you advertise it and say, I have five spots open, you're not necessarily just going to have five people who are like, cool, I've never even heard of this thing before, but I'm just going to dive in and, and say yes. Maybe one or two people do that, but the truth is it takes time to build up brand awareness. It takes time for people to trust in the product that you're launching. And so again, as I was building the visionary method, I continued to hold three or four jobs. I was still freelancing at the time, still teaching fitness classes um, and doing quite a few other things to make money, to put cash in my pocket so that I didn't need to come at the launch of the visionary method 
with a desperate, um, a desperate energy. So if you are thinking of starting your own business, or maybe you are in the early stages, I would highly recommend trying to mitigate risk and avoid that desperate energy. And this looks different for everybody. So it's really just a check-in with yourself. And uh, I just want to you know, encourage you to not put yourself in a place where you have to make the sale and you're actually pushing clients in a direction that they don't want to go because what happens is that they end up maybe buying your product and then they have buyer's remorse and then they want to return it and then you don't get any word of mouth or referral from this person because they never wanted to uh, purchase your product to begin with. And honestly, all of this leads you down the road towards burnout. And burnout is the opposite of what you want when you're trying to build a successful, profitable business that has longevity. So if you feel yourself getting a bit desperate, take a step back, try and relax, and ask yourself how you can start to mitigate the risk of your business, right? Why do you feel desperate? Is there something you can do to help overcome that without putting 100% of the strain on your existing your business? And remind yourself that rushing is never the answer. Panicking always makes things worse. And it is important to take a deep breath and to focus on what that next logical step is and to continue to put one foot in front of the other because uh, if you want to keep this business alive long term, then I want you to make long term decisions and desperate energy usually compels you to make non-strategic short term decisions for short term gain. So that is it for today. Uh, if you have any thoughts on this topic of desperate energy or um, anything that you want to jam back and forth on, I am happy to chat about it. I know what it feels like to struggle in those early years. And I just want to tell you that you are not alone. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram. I am at Kelsey Rydal or at KelseyRydal.com. All right, guys, have an amazing day and I will see you next week.